This is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is All I Wanna Do Is Talk About Madonna. And we're two Madonna fans going through her entire canon of music, track by track, album by album, year by year, monocle by monocle. What's a monocle? She wears it and express herself. Remember, she has the monocle. Oh, right. Yes, yeah. of course. I had one in the summer of 1990 because of Madonna. I'm sure you did. I did. I, I wore it. Did you like take it to school? I wore it on a chain around my neck, but I never used it. I was uh, nervous. T- anyway, <laughs> the album is Like a Virgin, side two, track three. Like a Virgin. Iconic. Uh, like a Virgin was written by Billy Steinberg and Tom Kelly. It was brought to Madonna by Warner Brothers by executive. This is the beginning of polarizing Madonna. That she is, a, she becomes a global star with this record and this song particularly. Uh, the song was released. The video came out. Uh, she's writhing on a gondolier in Italy and Venice and uh, dancing and singing, heavy eyeliner in her underpants, running around. Yeah. Singing about virginity. Well, she was just so much fuller in this video, you know, that like there was, it was just so much clearer, like overt sexuality, plus this whole thing with playing with the wedding dress and these ideas of the name Madonna and being in Italy, that she's Italian. There's something about her that's like the, well, she's like a virgin, but she's also like a whore. What is she doing in this outfit? Mm-hmm. Why is she doing it? She's going to marry a, well, in the video, she's going to marry a lion or she's sleeping with the lion. He sticks she, his tongue out in perfect choreography to the music too. Oh yes. It like repeats. Yeah. It does a really weird, it's a, it's like a really weird video. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you really break it down. Kind of avant-garde as a video. Yeah. Yeah. I really like. Yeah. Was, this was another Mary Lambert, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Like a Virgin is, is an iconic, iconic Madonna song. The, and it's amazing it's lasted as much long as it's lasted because the production is so of its time. Yeah. It's yeah. a very synthy, it's a very, you know, drumming production. Um, it's Niall Rogers kind of getting out of Madonna's way. There's no backup singers on Like a Virgin. It's just Madonna's vocals. Um, and I think I think this is probably one of the tracks that Madonna felt like was the biggest labor of love for her because she really liked it and wanted it to, to succeed. This song has held up the most to all the different interpretations. And it's a much stronger song writing-wise than we may think it is. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Every time she's she's remade this song, it's worked or it's told another story. I mean, I think that's the thing about this song, like Material Girl, that it tells a story that's, well, like, there's so many ways to analyze this song. I mean, we have the, like, Quentin Tarantino classic, you know, an- analyzing of the song in... Um, uh, know, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs. Let me tell you what, like, a virgin's about. It's all about a girl who digs a guy with a big dick. Entire song. It's a metaphor for big dicks. It's also a story in it's in Madonna's story. It's like 
what is like a virgin mean to her? That idea of being like a virgin always changes or it's always the thing she's after. It's like, how do I feel new again, right? She's still even playing with that in this last album. Like, mm. how do I feel new again? How do I go back to another time where I was pure and clean or whatever that mean, whatever that idea means. And yearning for connection because my, my favorite lyric has always been when your heart beats next to mine. Like, I always remember that and being like, oh, that's what, intimacy is. That's what um, feeling close to somebody is. And this song catapulted Madonna into this stratosphere that I think was very low, isolating. And yet she's singing a song all about uh, connecting with somebody and, and feeling it for the very first time, but recognizing what that is in the first time. Even though it's the first time, she knows what it is and she knows how powerful it can be. I remember I didn't have I, this song came out before the album and I recorded it off of like the the radio like on a tape right wow. and then I would go um I would take the tape into the bathroom when I would like go shower and get ready for school and I would play it at like level 10 and I just always think about how my family must have been like I was like a Madonna terrorist I guess I still am but like um that that song somehow like every time she got to like the bridge you know like you made me feel you made me feel shiny and new like i would just like scream it at the top of my lungs there was just something about it that it was like she really meant it you know mm. And that's the thing, I think. Well, even on the first album, but like this song too, it was like there's something about her delivery that is so potent. It's so it's so alive and so there's so much need in her voice that whatever intention she had behind it, whatever she understood about the story is like true to her and she was really meaning it, you know? Mm -hmm. Or on a flip side, it could just be a technical trick that she figured out that makes her voice sound a certain way, you know? Uh, I, I see, I, I think it's somewhere in between because I don't think she's, what, what's so compelling about the vocal is it doesn't feel as polished and behaved. And I think that that's what throws people about it um, and makes people uncomfortable about it is the way that that it, it does feel raw. It does feel like she really is, is throwing everything she's got into it. And that's scary for some people to kind of grapple with. The vocals are right up front and she's, she's giving it all she's got. And it, it's been interesting to watch it evolve over the years. Um, my favorite is always gonna be the Blonde Ambition version. Of, of this song where she slows it down and makes it into this beautiful kind of sensual ballad dance. That's as close as she gets to that original delivery in, 
in the year she's been doing it. Every other time, there's been some kind of, you know, she she was dressed up in in garb for the Who's That Girl tour. She had uh, she was riding the horse in the Confessions tour when she did it. She channeled Marlena Dietrich when she performed it in the Girly Show. Um, I think the MDNA tour. Did you see that one where yeah. she really like she has that. I thought that was a really sad version of the song. Yeah. Um, I liked that version a lot. I thought it was no accident that the Virgin tour that she breaks in this song into Billie Jean because I think it's it is the same kind of baseline in a way and it's very like those two songs actually stand next to each other. I mean Billie Jean may be a better written song but yeah but they still do you know what I mean they're like well, the same kind that, of the and same. that's interesting because uh, obviously she's already aligning herself with Michael Jackson as a contemporary with that yeah. and two there's a there's a kind of a feminist take to it because I think it's a moment when she's she's kind of trying to acknowledge to the audience that she's in on the joke and this idea that you know she, there's not a, it's not a mistake that she's a bride in a lot of these um, songs because she's in no she's exuding sexuality and exuding a carnality about herself and in no way is this I mean she's almost kind of reconciling she's at she's demanding that the listener reconcile this provocateur with a traditional bride I think it's also just this like deeper owning of her actual name like what is madonna well she's either you either think she's a whore or you think she's the mother you know and and or the perfect clean wonderful wife never touched by anybody you know um and she's all those things and she she's the it's sort of the beginning of her saying yeah i am all those things right and and that um i can mine i can live up to my name or own my name it's a more provocative way of thinking about well, what what can woman be? Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Lydia Yukonovich, the the writer, always talks about the different um, eras of womanhood, and you know, she she is eager. She has been eager since she was in her forties, I think, to become the wise crone, which she she kind of laughingly talks about that you know, at some point, women age out of their sexuality and then they just become the wise old lady, and. You know, I don't think Madonna is is gonna. Madonna wants to keep having it all and have the wisdom that she has now at 61, and still be sexy and still be that girl from 1984 when she put out this song. I want to be that girl from 1984. No, oh, we all want to. I want to be the boy that I was swimming in the pool. Till next time. Bye. Actually, I changed my mind. I don't want to be that boy because what a mess. <laughs> but I was a mess until like I was 40. So, okay. All right. Till next time.